Our hearts go out to all healthcare providers as Omicron takes hold. Thanks, Agatha. Though we've been fighting the pandemic for almost two years, each surge seems to bring new battles. Now, further supply chain issues, hospitals are at capacity, and not to mention the staffing constraints to every position in the hospital. Yeah, it may be small, but we can try to do our part in helping our colleagues out at least stay on top of the revenue cycle changes so they can focus on other things. I like that. And the NIH just recently published new outpatient therapy guidelines to help combat the Omicron variant, as well as we have received a few questions from our readers on how to handle the billing changes. Remdesivir is now one of the treatment options for non-hospitalized patients when Omicron is, in the, with, is the predominant circulating variant. CMS has designated HICSPIX code JO248 or injection remdesivir for one milligram. The code is effective for dates of service beginning December 23rd, 2021, and may be used in, to rebuild any previously administered outpatient remdesivir account. Wasn't remdesivir FDA approved for hospitalized patients and utilizing the remdesivir for outpatients? Wasn't that actually considered off-label? Yes, Agatha, you're absolutely right. That is true, and the outpatient use will still be considered off an off-label treatment. Thus, it's prudent to ensure patients meet the criteria outlined by the NIH to avoid any denials by the MAX. If denied for payment following the appeal process, overturn any remdesivir when used according to, to recommendations. Note, Medicare beneficiaries will be responsible for the 20% deductible for the drug and administration of the remdesivir. Currently, JO248 code for remdesivir has not been updated in the outpatient code editor or the OCE. So payers may not be able to process claims until this update has occurred, in which case it may be advantageous to hold claims temporarily until payers are ready to accept the newly generated code. Agatha, are there any updates, other updates published that we can inform our readers about? Well, actually, yes, Maxie. Along those same lines, effective January 1st of 2022, original Medicare, or known as Medicare fee-for-service, will no longer be covering the vaccine or monoclonal antibodies on behalf of the Medicare Advantage plans. So the MA claims should have split any vaccine or COVID-related monoclonal antibodies to be billed to the original Medicare plan before that. So this claim split now can be undone for any claims billed out after January 1st, 20 of 22. So MA and Medicare plans will continue to cover the vaccine and the monoclonal antibodies respectively once they are billed. So for our shout outs today, we have four. The pharmacy revenue cycle and informatics team should update the CDM for remdesivir to reflect the new code J0248 injection one milligram. Revenue integrity team should conduct an audit of any outpatient account that utilized remdesivir from dates of service December 23rd of 2021 to rebill accounts when used in accordance to the NIH guidelines. Third, Revenue integrity and billing teams should monitor claims to ensure that claim processing software at the MAC 
is accepting the new remdesivir code, and they may consider holding claims until that process is cleanly implemented. Billing teams should ensure that for dates of service, COVID-19 vaccines and monoclonal antibody infusions prior to 2022 were billed to the original Medicare for payment. And this is for Medicare Advantage. Claims logic should now be undone to allow for traditional billing to both the MA fee-for-service or MA original Medicare plans as they will both be covering them individually. Our goal is simple. We're taking complex information and making it practical. Until our next edition, this is Agatha Nolan and Maxie Fremel providing you with tips for increasing your pharmacy revenue.